Welcome in everybody. We are live right here for the Fantasy Firebox. It's Saturday morning. It's week 14. It's playoff fantasy football for some people. Some people actually got smart and moved it a week, but not everybody did that. I call them dinosaur leagues, but that's the talk for another day. Uh, Tony Jigsaw, Pittsburgh, John Coker, Wendell Sports. I know it's been about two, three weeks, but listen, this is like, you know, this is Christmas time. It's Thanksgiving time. It's holiday time. So uh, me and John would both be divorced if we didn't do something with our families. So every now and then we have to do that. That We got to do the dad and, and the husband thing. You know what I mean? But uh, besides that, it's still football. And, John, there's no college football today except for Army and Navy, right? We got the Army-Navy game. But besides that, we're all zoned in. Uh, we're all zoned in right now on the fantasy aspect of the playoffs, man. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is crunch time. That's what I, you know, my kid's been doing fantasy football for a while. And I, I always say, look, my only goal going is make the playoffs because I don't care what my team drafted is. The, the goal is to improve as the season goes. If I'm seven and six and I develop my roster the way that I wanted it to, I was two and six in the league. Now I'm in, in first place. Or no, actually, that was a different one. But bottom line is, all you got to do is get into the playoffs. You know what I mean? And if you build, if you improve your team every week at, through the season, you'll be in good shape. Yeah, it's and it's it's been a crazy, crazy season. I think probably crazier than any other season. Every year we always say, this is going to be a year it slows down. It's just getting worse. It's just getting worse. And and we talked about this extra game a couple of years ago when we were going to start that, that teams are going to kind of ease back into injuries a little bit. And they were going to talk about, well, we'll just give these guys an extra week or two. Now you have the four-week IR spots. So, like, there's so many different things that, that evolve throughout the course of the season. But make sure you're following Wendell Sports on all social formats. There you go right there. Use that code right there. First free week. Uh, win big. All caps. Win big. You throw it in. Get your first free week of all the tools that we offer. And internet's only $5.99 a week. Uh, I can tell you right now, you're not going to find that in the industry. And then make sure you pop into Discord, too. Uh, pop into Discord room. Yeah, last two nights, man, my plus money bet sucked, man. Like, I I, I got screwed. So I know it's the worst. Last night, I had, you know, it's nothing worse than having your plus money bet hit. And then seven minutes later, it gets taken away by a stack correction. Yep. And that's what happened last night. Like, I was like, literally, like, I, I was jumping up. Yeah, I got it. It was a sweat. Two minutes after the game, I get it. And then seven minutes later, I go, and I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? They took a rebound away. You got to be kidding me. Like, you know, but again, just for, for all the trolls out there on TikTok, so you know, like, we go back and forth. Understand something. Like I said, I challenged you last night, and nobody stepped up. Everybody got something to say, but everybody wants to throw their minus 140 bets out there. Okay, when we're talking about plus money, it's a little it's a little more difficult. Okay, so I haven't heard no talk about nobody or plus money. And that dude in the Dallas jersey, I see you too. Uh, but let's talk about week 14. And again, we got a lot of value plays. We got, we got a lot of pivots. John, let's talk about that right now. You just talked about before we went on air, Seattle. Like, look, be st stay tuned to the news. You know, Kenneth Walker, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas. Could there be like a a Tony Jones sighting in our future? <laughs> it might be. I'm I'm watching to see as soon as someone gets elevated from the practice squad, you know, some the one of the main guys is going to be out. So we'll see. Hey, Walker, if Walker misses this game, that's a that that hurts a lot of people in their season long leagues. Going that into sucks. the playoff crunch, it's going to be a tough one. That sucks, man. I and so I think that's the worst part 
I hate because you know a lot of people. You, you obviously you one of the one of the most influential guys I know and with analytics and fantasy. You do so much research, and then it, it, it all culminates to week fourteen where you're picking up some stiff. Just a hope. Just a hope that you know what I mean. Like it's it's just crazy, man. Uh, my man Adam checking in. Adam, what's up, Adam? Rich checking in. What's up, Rich? Javon checking in. Says, don't forget they signed Wayne Goldman. <laughs> oh my, yo, Wayne Goldman was a fantasy monster for the Giants. Well, what was that like? Three was it four years ago? Maybe like, I, I don't even know. But he had John. He had a run with the Giants where he was very fantasy relevant, man. It's it's it's. It, I, listen, I mean. To all the season-long people out there, I get it. Like, I still have my one season-long lead that I've done with all my buddies for a long time. Uh, but I'm telling you, f- flip the switch. It, it, like, honestly, whether it's best ball, whether it's DFS, just flip the switch. You, you'll thank me later. I'm just telling you. Because all this frustration that you're going to feel, it's going to be non-existent. And the stress level is going to be down a little bit, and you're probably going to make more money. Just just throwing it out there. But, uh John, let's get to our triple threat. We again, we 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 label this triple threat new concept because I, I say this all the time. Um, tons of fancy shows out there, and I got much love for everybody. I love people that grind, but you got to do a little something different every now and then, right? So if, if you had a million people talking about the same players in the same context in the same format, it gets stale, it gets stagnant, right? I get it. I get you got to talk about it, but you got to try to do something different. So we do a triple threat here. And we do a triple threat where it's it's Jigsaw versus John, right? Pittsburgh versus Tony. So what we do is we take three guys, and it's, it always starts with a quarterback, right? We got to pick a quarterback. And then we got a running back, and then we have either a receiver or a tight end. Sometimes we go two receivers, uh, but it's got to be a triple threat. And what it is is it's about the money based on the value of that top spot. So, as always, John, we'll go with you first. Because it's funny, just so everybody knows, me and John obviously had one of the same players on here. We don't talk before this, uh, so it's pretty interesting. But I'm going to throw John's up there right now. John, how are you feeling about this triple threat? Look, I I went a little off base. You know, there was a lot of Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen pairing up the uh, quarterbacks and receivers together, um, which is one thing that I do try to do. If I'm confident that my quarterback's going to have a a good day, he got to throw to someone. Geno Smith just keeps up putting them stats. I mean, career journeyman, couldn't find traction anywhere. He came on early. Oh, it's just a a blip on the radar. Oh, he's going to fall back down to old Geno, second string. I mean, remember, he wasn't even supposed to win the job. It was supposed to be um, Drew Locke, you know, or or that was part of the big trade. But he just (laughs) keeps putting up stats. So, you know, he'll, he'll get you two, three points rushing. Um, you know, he's been limiting the interceptions. He hasn't, he's only thrown two picks over five games and he keeps putting up two touchdowns. So it's just that consistency. Um, you know, they're going up against Carolina who has a decent defense, but I'm digging Geno Smith. I was, I do not like the high priced options at quarterback this week, whether it's matchup or what have you. Um, I'm just not a big fan. So I I like Geno there. DeAndre Swift is going to start coming on, and he already started. So at 5,800, once you get below 6,000, if you could get a uh, a league winner, uh, it, it's worth your money. And St. Brown, he just keeps showing up. Jared Goff is like Geno Smith's twin. They both come oh. out of nowhere. He couldn't do anything for the Rams. Rams get rid of him. They win a Super Bowl. But now he's putting up all these stats in Detroit. Um, 
he's been spreading the ball around. They got a lot of receivers. I mean, Chark's out there. They just got Williamson off the IR. He didn't make a big impact um, last week. And, you know, Josh Reynolds is hanging around. But Amonra St. Brown, is man, he is just getting peppered with targets week after week. And you know what? I'm going to roll with him again. I think I think it's going to be a shootout in Minnesota. I actually like Kirk Cousins, um, dare I say it, but I actually like Kirk Cousins. I ain't paying up nine grand for Justin Jefferson. Sorry. Can't do it. 3X money, you got to put up 27. He might put up 27, but I ain't banking on that. I'll go with 7,800 for Amonra. Yeah, listen, I, I, I love it because – you know, we did preseason shows. Um, I did a lot of preseason stuff as well. You do your analytics. And, and Amon Ross St. Brown was was on my list, man. I was like, look, everybody's forgetting about this guy. Everybody's forgetting about this guy. And he was a, a bona fide wide receiver one, top five receiver for like the last six weeks last year. And everybody forgot about that. And, you know, I know it's easy. Jared Goff, I, I hate to even give this dude any credit because he's like, He's in that stiff Kirk Cousins category for me. I'll never be able to cheer for the guy. Uh, but, again, like you said, peppered with targets. I mean, Amara St. Brown, he just continues to get it done week in and week out. And the best thing about Amara St. Brown is he's on a team, and even though they you know, they won, won some games and they play hard, they do get behind a lot. So they're consistently throwing this ball, right? He's at 22 targets in two weeks, right? If you just look at it, I mean, when was the last time and take out the Dallas game because he got injured, okay? <clears throat> but the lowest game he's got, week five, he gets six targets against New England. But before that, 12, 12, 9, 10, 9, 11, 8, 10, 12. That's wide receiver one. That's Stephon Diggs territory, man. Like, seriously. I, you know, and this dude just continues to defy the odds. And I, I it's for 7,800, I think it's an absolute steal. Um, I love this play. I do. And, and just so everybody knows, you know, if you look at John, like he just said, he's not paying up for Justin Jefferson, right? So he just gave this is the way this works. So John's triple threat is saving you $6,100 off the top spot. So that's what we do, $6,100. So now you have, so if you take this triple threat and you insert this into your DFS lineup, okay, now you have $6,100 left compared to those top spots to go spend and power your team up somewhere else. So remember that. That's why we do this. So I, I love it. I love it. Javon says, there's value on playing guys like St. Brown on teams that people don't pay attention to because they will get the vibe. Exactly. Me and Javon, like I type, I talk, he types, like we're on the same page, which I love. Uh, same thing with John. He's, Rich says the quarterback coach worked with both Gino and yeah, that's right. That's right, Rich. You're right. Um, uh, Tom House. Tom House is the guy who worked with both of those guys. Uh, House is one of those quarterback whisperers, right? He really is. He works with these guys. He worked with Josh Allen when he had mechanic issues. And lo and behold, man, I mean, his his stamp is on these guys 100%. And Rich says lines are putting up major points. They really are. So, John Triple Threat, I, I did the same thing. We, we get a little different here, right? So, I'm going my triple threat is obviously you see St. Brown right there, 7,800. Listen. Joe Mixon, for me, he's going to run like a man possessed this week. You know, he wanted to play last week. Obviously, concussion protocol. You saw him before that, those those first two weeks before the, the concussion, he really started to, to come on finally to Joe Mixon that everybody you know, wanted to love. He's under 7,000. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't not look at this game, okay, and say that Joe Mixon against Cleveland at home, okay, at home, which is when he went off last time. 
right? So I I, I really love this play. Uh, I, listen, Justin Herbert for me, I mean, I think what you're seeing is two things. I think you're seeing, number one, you're seeing an erratic defense. That's not the defense that we thought it once was, which means they have to throw the ball 45 times to stay in games. Number two, that rib injury was severe. People don't understand. Go crack a rib, puncture a lung, and see how much that shit hurts when you're throwing a ball, right? I, it, it, it's, it's very underrated. He was out there struggling, okay? And number three, now he's getting his guys back healthy. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, right? The evolution of Josh Palmer. You got Eckler out of the back. You got Gerald Everett doing things at tight end. So he has all these weapons. And again, this is a game going to be a shootout, man. This is going to be a, a you know a knockout dragout game with Miami. So for me, seventy two hundred. Look at the top spot. Like John takes Geno Smith, which again I love. Right? It, we're both looking at Josh Allen, eighty three hundred dollars. I, I mean, I, I I can't. You know, I'm saving. I'm saving nine hundred. Uh, but I really think that Herbert can put up bigger numbers this week. I, I and even if they're even if they're even or a couple you know below. You still saved almost a thousand dollars, so you got to put that in your head. And listen, we don't have to talk about Amon or St. Brown again. I mean, he's just been unbelievable. He really has. Uh, Rich says uh, with with Mixon and, and P. Ryan, yeah. I listen. I don't. I do not f- expect P. Ryan to not dive into some of his carries, right? Uh, they've always done that, right? If you remember when Chris Evans, they did that a couple years ago, right? It, it, they always do that, but. I still think he gets you enough based on his volume, uh, you know, on his production level, that it's still going to be enough. Uh, Rich says Herbert believe uh, he I, again, but he's getting healthier. That's the thing. He's getting healthier. And as he gets healthier, if you look at his numbers, you know, 300 yards plus 47 times, he's throwing the ball a ton. So uh, it's something I really like. And he says Herbert has a lot of weapons, a lot of points to score. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, now, again, now, John, we talk about, you know, value. And this is kind of a mixed list between me and John. So one thing with fantasy football is everybody can pick the top guys, man. Everybody can pick the top guys, but not everybody, not everybody can pick the value. And that's what we try to do. We try to scoop up that value. Uh, Make sure, again, you're following WindailySports.com. Jump in the free Discord room with the link right there. It is free. Uh, Tons of Discord talk in there. You also follow my room to follow judgment. Even though my bets sucked the last two days, that's okay because I hit like nine days before in a row. So it's okay. And I only do plus money. So you're bound to slow up every now and then, right? Plus money for a reason because the books don't want you to hit. Remember that. Remember that. Um, and again, first free week, win big right there at that link for windailysports.com. Uh, tons of tools, articles, content, projection models, you name it. Uh, we're ca- One thing I will say real fast. I know everybody promotes and because that's what we do, right? So there's no secret here. Everybody has a business and what they're doing is trying to promote their tools. Uh, I get it. But just remember something, okay? To, to, to give you this fictional battle that you're going to win $10,000 every single week is irresponsible. You'll never see us do that. Uh, we preach consistency, okay? And that could be $2. That could be $4. That could be $5. Remember, we're five on in on a week. So if you go to a double up tournament and you bet $2 and win four and you win that three times or our tools, that's three times two. That's six. That's your $6 you just paid for a weekly membership. I'm just letting you know that we don't just fi- you know fixate on that $10,000 hit. We also talk consistency. Just remember that for our new players. Uh, so, John, let's talk about some value right here. 
Um, I, you know, I, I'll go. Uh, you you mentioned a couple guys. I mentioned a couple guys right off the bat. Um, I think you have to look at the Carolina game uh, again. You talk about Geno Smith. I talk about Seattle. I talk about Carolina. I just think that there's going to be a lot of points scored in that game. Uh, I love Foreman uh, at 5,400 as long as he's 100% healthy. And again, watch, watch James Cook, right? And, and I, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record here, okay? But I've said this numerous times that when you look at these plays, when you're coming into a season, you have to break down what the offensive mindset and the culture of a head coach is. And if you understand Sean Dermott, Sean McDermott, you'll understand the Andy Reid coaching tree. And you'll understand that in Philadelphia, we consistently wanted Brian Westbrook to start as a rookie. LaShawn McCoy started a rookie. And Andy Reid never did it, right? He let that guy, but then finally, week eight, week nine, week 10, week 11, he started to slowly insert him in. You're starting to see James Cook in that same territory, starting to get the volume, even with Devin Singletary, even with Naeem Hines. This kid is really good, okay? And I'm telling you right now that I feel like this is another week, you know, against these Jets where he's going to get up to that next level. Uh, John, who you mentioned Michael Gallup, uh, Demarcus Robinson. What do you got on those guys? Yeah, I mean, I've always been a fan of Gallup. Um, You know, Lamb takes away a lot of the tension. Cooper was taking a lot of the tension away from him you know, before Lamb really came on board. But, um, yeah, Gallup's the underrated guy. He came down with two touchdowns last week. Um, You know, I'm not saying he's the strongest play, but at 4,600, I mean, he could definitely get, you know, he could get you some money. Um, Demarcus Robinson, (laughs) this guy I am not a fan of. I, I mean, I would, I have won a lot of money on him, taking him when he was with the Chiefs and getting those sneaky touchdowns last year or whatever. And, you know, that, that's really the name of the game. You score a touchdown in daily. I mean, you're, you're well on your way to making some money. Um, but he's been getting a lot of targets. I don't trust Baltimore's passing offense, first of all. However, they got to pass somewhere. Why Mark Andrews has not been more involved, I don't know. I mean, I know there's some injury there, but either you can play or you can't play. If you could play... Look at him just as much as you always looked at him. Um, but Demarcus Robinson, he's been putting, he's been getting some targets. You know, he had eight last week with uh, Huntley in there, you know, four and nine the two weeks before that. Uh, I'm not looking for an explosion of Demarcus Robinson, but the Steelers are prone to giving up some big plays. All it takes is one big play to make up for that uh, $4,000 price tag. Yep. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I you know, I, I think every time I turn on the screen, I see Demarcus Robinson making a play. Uh, it, it's just what happens, right? I mean, you have to break down. The mystery, we don't know what it is of Mark Andrews. Like you said, is he still injured? I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that, but we, we'll never know, right? We'll never know. But who are you going to rely on? Like, DuVernay is a guy who goes long. He's not a possession guy. Right. Deshaun Jackson, he's one blown hammy away from coming off the field. We all know that. Right. Um, So, again, we have to look at this. Demarcus Robinson, you know, I I preach positive point production uh, at DFS all the time. He's PPP, man. He's positive point production. Even without a touchdown, he gives you a consistency. And we're talking about this week, especially with a lot of crazy injuries, a lot of guys that may not play. 
uh, yeah, again, um, Javon checking in says, yeah, uh, hopefully we see some. Uh, and that's another, you know, Isaiah likely was the preseason darling. And then all of a sudden he doesn't get no clock. I mean, I, I, I it's just crazy. Um, he says, loves Devonte. Lo I keep saying Devonte, Dante, Dante Foreman, um, have him as an anytime touchdown play. I think he finds the end zone at least once. Cam Akers had two. It's a good point. Cam Akers. Cam Akers, the guy who couldn't even see the field, now all of a sudden had two touchdowns against Seattle defense last week. The Seattle run defense is not what it used to be, man. It's not what it used to be. Uh, so, yeah, I, Javon, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, I put I put Chris Moore in there simply because, listen, I think everybody's going to jump on him. I know they're playing at Dallas. I get it. It's just a garbage play. Listen, it, you know, Nico Collins not playing. Brandon Cook's not playing. It's a garbage play. Like, if you if you need that FFBP throw in, the fancy firebox value play to get you possibly Johnson a cheap touchdown, you know, a week ago I said the garbage touchdown would be Nico Collins. He gets a touchdown with two minutes left in the game. That, like, somebody's going to score in Houston, uh, and it could be Chris Moore. Uh, here's one of my interesting plays. And this is a Philly bias play. And I wouldn't say bias, but it's just for me trying to get into the mind of Nick Sirianni. So all week we watched Ryan Dable from the New York Giants talk about how scared he is of the Philadelphia Eagles. He, you know, he's given tons of respect. He was the offensive coordinator of Jalen Hurts in Alabama. People forget that. So he knows what Jalen can do. Talked about Devontae Smith. Talked about A.J. Brown. Right, so he knows in his mind they're gonna they're they're gonna devise a game plan. In my opinion, to try not saying it's going to work to try and limit Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. Okay, Quez Watkins is a go deep guy. Okay, but whenever there's gadget plays or there's wide receiver screens or there's possession plays they want to go to, it always goes to Zach Pascal. So he's a veteran. He's a guy that Sirianni trusts from the Indianapolis days. So all I'm saying is NFC East battle. There's always guys you least expect to step up, okay? We watched Jeff Thomason for years, a tight end position in Philadelphia, step up against, you know, uh, John Fossil, uh, you know, in, in New York, okay? Like, we, these are the kind of guys. So, it's a pump play with 3,100, and I like it. And, John, let me ask you about my man Noah Fine. Here's an athletic tight end, uh, you know, a guy – 100% that, you know, he just didn't work out in Denver the way we thought he would. Goes to Seattle. You should have Will Disley out there. But you talked about Geno, like, starting at a tight end. And slowly but surely, you're, you're, you're getting a, a rapport together. And he's obviously the most athletic. And he obviously, you have Lockett. You have DK Metcalf. But I think that for 3,100, I think this could be a nice pump play if you're looking for a tight end this week. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. what's crazy is, if you could take Fanton Disley and just make them one tight end, not yes. even from a skill set perspective, from a fantasy perspective, <laughs> like they're hitting the tight ends. Like, I mean, you got a top five tight end if there weren't two of them on the field. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I agree. Fant's always, I mean, Fant was practically the number one receiver in Denver. I mean, let's get real. Sutton has his moments. Judy has his moments, but Fant, Fant always had that potential and yeah, I mean, I, at 3,100, no question, it's uh, it's value there. You know, you just hope he finds the end zone. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and that's what you need. You need to find the end zone. Now, Charge, Charge checking in says, a lot of shows are talking up Judy. I'm nervous about any Bronco. What do you think? I, I Listen, me personally, I was looking at this earlier. Uh, and if you're new to the show, hit that subscription button, hit that like button, windailysports.com. Make sure you're getting your free week at Win Big. Make sure you're checking out the free Discord room, uh, plus money props, all different sports. But 
If I play anybody from a receiving standpoint, it's Greg Dolchik at 3,400. And only because he can't burn me. He can't burn me. And and Ross has showed me nothing this year to show that he's going to go down the field with frequency. And so he's going to like those dump offs. He's going to like those little slants, those seam routes. And it all goes to Greg Dolchik. So I'm not playing any Broncos. Okay. But if I had to play one, it's Greg Dolchik only because he's 3,400. He's not going to kill your build. Okay. He's a, he's a, a pivot guy and he does have a high tendency to score. So uh, I do like that. Now, Javon says another good one. He brings up Kendall Hinton, and and I like Hinton. Hinton's another guy. He's like that TJ Lockett kind of build, right? He likes, you know, Russ likes that kind of thing, and Hinton's a guy that could take the wide receiver screen to the house. He's a guy that could take that inside slot seam and take it for 20, 25 yards. It all, this all depends on Russ, but he's right. Depending on the value, maybe worth a shot, and I think he's pretty low, too. Uh, I could check that right now, I think. What is he? 3,400. Yeah, 34. So there you go. So him and Dolchik are both 3,400. So if, if if anything, if anything, one of those guys, to me, I can't pay off for Judy. I can't. Uh, I really can't. But what we do on this show, we talked about, uh, we're going to talk some anytime touchdowns right now, and we're going to talk about uh, one of my favorites. Okay, so if you're not following me, uh, you know, I started this plus money prop train, uh, and it's been fun. Uh, we, we did it in baseball. We're doing it in basketball. So... Yo, we're going to get ready right here. This is going to be the first ever Fancy Firebox Plus Money Props. Now, in order for you to get this, it, again... It's plus money, okay? And so everybody knows what I do every week is I break down all these plus money bets. I have my own system. Obviously, I use some of the tools that we have at windowsports.com uh, because they have a tremendous analytics on that site. Uh, and I, I pick my own, but I have my own system, okay? And plus money's not easy. It's not easy, okay? So I'm going to give you three. Now, me and John are going to talk about touchdowns. John to give me any that he has. Maybe he looks at it. He may not. It, plus money's not easy. Okay, but it's fun. Okay, and and what I will say, FYI, bet wisely. You know, these aren't the things where you go out and spend five units on. Okay, just relax. Okay, but they they can be fun. It can be profitable. So my first one, right here again. Whenever I can get Higgins over five to me, uh, you know, under six. (laughs) You know, like six or under to me is, is a steal because I think he has the ability to catch six to eight balls every single week. Uh, so over five and a half to me for plus money, plus 110 uh, in that game in Cleveland, uh, you know, in Cincinnati against Cleveland, I'm in. I'm in. Sign me up. Again, sign me up. And I get it. Jamar Chase is back. I, I get all that, right? But but here's the thing. Jamar Chase's plus money number, just so you know, when I looked at it this morning, it could change. His plus money number was at seven, seven plus, which tells me the books don't think he's going to get the seven. Okay, because they wouldn't put plus money on it. But again, you may say, well, that folks may say Higgins isn't going to get the plus money because it's over five and a half. But no, I look at the in between. It just tells me that, you know, Higgins is going to be more the guy than Jamar Chase. Just my opinion. Uh, But I like the way this plays out. Uh, And then in that same game, John, that same game, I talked about it. He's part of my triple threat. But I, I always mention the alternate line. 
right? So if you go 50 rushing yards for Joe Mixon, it's like minus 275. If you go to the alternate line, which is 75 plus, you get plus 150, you get plus money. Uh, you know, he's going to run like a man possessed to me. He really is. Uh, you know, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Uh, and he knows he's facing a guy, Nick Chubb, on the other end. Uh, okay, that that he's battling too. you know, inner division in the sense that, you know, he's been talked about as the best running back in football. Mixon wants to play, lay his claim to that as well. Uh, so I, I expect Mixon to get close to 100 yards this week. So I like the 75 plus. And the last one for me, John, and this could be my lock. I, I, you know, a lot of people say there can't be locks. There, there could be locks. They just don't always hit. Um, but again, they, like seriously, I can know. Oh, there's never such thing as a lock. No shit, dude. Like, I, like, like, what are you reading the, the, the encyclopedia? All of a sudden, you, you know, no, I, I get it. Okay, but it's the closest thing. How about the closest thing to a lock? Uh, is right here is Miles Sanders over one and a half receptions for plus one fifteen. He just needs two catches. And like I said, like I said. You bring out all the stops in these NFC East battles. So if you're an NFC East guy, you understand what I'm talking about. And, again, there's no secret here that they're going to try to rush and collapse the pocket. This is the old offensive coordinator for Jalen Hurts. He knows his limitations. He knows his abilities of Brian Dable. So he understands. So look for those corner rushers to come in and close in hard, not the sack, but to give pressure. And what Jalen's going to do is going to get that ball out hot. May not be a receiver, so I expect Miles Sanders to get this play. John, you like any of those plays? You have any of your own? What are you thinking, buddy? I have not looked at props. That's usually my Sunday morning while I'm watching three hours of pregame. I'm putzing <laughs> around uh, looking at my props. Um, I think they're all they're all pretty solid, especially, like you said, plus money. Um, T. Higgins, to me, is the more consistent receiver on that team. Chase may put up at the end of the year bigger stats. He's going to blow up for eight for a buck 70 and three touchdowns in a game, but he's also going to show up with three catches, two catches. I just feel like Higgins is much more consistent. That five and a half is probably right where it should be. Yep. Um, I do think he gets to six. Mixon, Mixon's been hit or miss too um, this year. So, I mean, in theory, yes, I would expect him to get more than 75 yards rushing, but it's, I feel like it's not going to be close. He's either not even going to come close to sniffing <laughs> it or he's going to blow it up. You'll, you'll know by the third quarter, oh, probably yeah. by halftime, you know, if it's going to hit or not. Yeah. Um, yep. <clears throat> excuse me. The last, uh, yeah, Miles Sanders over one and a half catches. I like that one as well. And truthfully, I've had the most success in my prop bets on some of these smaller ones. I'll bet you I have like an 80% hit rate on quarterback rushing yards. Yes. And and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and, and looking at a 50 spot or something. I hit on Kenny Pickett's rushing yards. I can't tell you how many times. Yep. Um, you know, and yes, there's a little bit of homerism going on in the background because <laughs> I'm looking at the props, but I'm like, this dude is going to get more than 18 yards. Like he, like, that's just, he's going to scramble. It may happen on one play. So a lot of those very, I mean, I wonder what Dolchitz is uh, over under is on catches and, you know, in yardage there. So I like, I like really hitting the props on some of those smaller numbers. Um, you know, not Justin Jefferson over eight catches or whatever it may be. Exactly. Like that does not appetize me. If I really think he's going to blow out a prop, I'll play him in daily. 
but I like, I, I find that I'm more profitable on some of these, uh, you know, lesser bets for the same type of odds. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's finding a plus money value, man. It's hard. It's not easy. Right? It's not easy. That's why you don't, you don't see many people doing it. I'm just telling you. You don't see many people doing it. You know why? Because they're afraid it may ding their overall record. I'm not afraid of that. I like having fun, man. I'm not afraid. Uh, Charlie says, I agree. I took out Judy and put Foreman into my lineup. Thank you. There you go. I like that move. I like that I love move it. a lot. Um, Rich says, love Sanders for two catches for plus money. Yeah, Rich, I'm all in. Uh, Javon says, it's a good one. If Trevor plays Christian Kirk anytime touchdown versus the Titans, they give up a lot of TDs to wide receivers. And I'll tell you what. I got Christian Kirk. He's, gonna, he's like the last man standing for Jigsaw's judgment here on my fantasy team. Uh, so I need Christian Kirk to catch at least two uh, to make up for all the losses and the decimation I have uh, on my roster. I really do. Um, speaking of anytime touchdowns, uh, you know, I, again, I, I I got a few here as well. Um, let me see. We got, I put them all in one here. You know, I, I again, you know, Zach Pascal. I, I'm telling you, like I, 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 I had this jigsaw vision, man. Like, and again, these are these aren't like your your normal run of the mill, right? Like Justin Jefferson's going to score. I'm like, it, again, I, I don't do that. I like to take, you know, go against normal a little bit, pick out these gems. Zach Pascal, I'm telling you, I, I have a feeling that you're going to see Zach Pascal doing the greedy this week uh, in the end zone on a couple wide receiver screens. DJ Chark, uh, again, this is the Amon Ross St. Brown effect, right? Uh, the more St. Brown elevates his game, the more attention they give. Okay. And then what happens? The less attention you get to DJ Chark. Okay. Who is a guy who's balled out in Jacksonville. He knows how to play. Right. So again, on you, you saw it last week, he got the game ball, right? Uh, you know, I like him to get in the end zone this week. I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth in this game. I talked about James Cook. You know, I could see him falling into the end zone uh, at the goal line against New York. And this is a pure pump play here, okay? And I, 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 I go everybody killing Deshaun Watson, right? And again, Deshaun Watson, a person, he's a scumbag. I'm going to tell you that's the way I feel, okay? But I'm talking about the player, okay? And and again, this is still the guy that we were alluding to as the Michael Jordan of football, okay? Uh, he still has the skills, okay? And I know he hears it. He heard last week. He gets it. The one thing that Jacoby Brissett was always good at is, is scoring, you know, on you know, at the goal line close on those quarterback sneaks. Well, guess what? Watson doesn't have to sneak. So I could definitely see them getting down to about the five or the six. And, you know, the, the, you know, Cincinnati does really good against zoning in on, on the opponent running back. And then you get that fake bootleg to get him on track. And Deshaun Watson, there you go, in the end zone for plus 290. So that's where I'm feeling. John, you have any on your head? You feeling any of these? What we got for that? Yeah, um, no, I have not had a good sec success rate on hard. the uh, on the touchdown props. They're no. hard. I just no, because that and that's what it is. I like looking for plus money too, and yep. everything that I'm looking at is minus. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not placing this bet. I'll go, I'll know, go do man, something like, else. That's I what will, I always say. Like, what I, I will say I with can't. the uh, Pascal TD. I mean, we've been doing this for what? Probably getting close to uh, eight years. Maybe yeah, that's probably crazy, like bro. Something. It, it, ain't that you, nuts? You have had some of the most asinine <laughs> picks that I'm just like, I mean, we back in the early days, we would start arguing. Yeah. I'm like, there is no way in hell this is happening. Let's revert back to your Kenyan Drake pick. How yeah. many uh, weeks ago? But, yeah. you know, that came out of nowhere. 
Look, I I might have to put a a 50 spot on Pascal for the TD just because when you come out of the woodwork with some of this, it's amazing your hit rate on (laughs) things that I think will never, ever happen. So, I mean, that's my uh, public service announcement. And believe me, I I don't don't like giving you kudos when you come out with something crazy. But I know. Well, you know what it is? Honestly, I'm going to be honest about it. I think it's because sometimes people dive too deep into the numbers and they don't take the the eye test into consideration, right? And again, like it's funny you say that because oh, and everybody make sure you tuned in. Uh, we'll be uh, co-hosting again tonight, Sirius five to eight, uh, Wind Daily Show channel eighty seven uh, on Sirius XM. Make sure you tune it in. Uh, talking three hours of football tonight. Uh, but again, you know, Jason will tell me all the time. Same thing you. He's like, dude, you hit these absurd picks. He's like, and the crazy thing is you lay out the entire play. He's like, like, I'll give you for instance. So I dude, I just missed like it was like week five. I took Jack Stoll for any time touchdown for like plus twelve hundred. Right. And I said, Jason, I'm telling you, I could see it in my head. They're going to line up first and goal with the two. Jack Stoll is going to come out, out of the backfield, throw a little chip block, and then they're going to try to give him a screenplay. Dude, and they did it, John, but he missed. He dropped the ball. Dude, he texted me right away. He's like, dude, what is wrong with you? How do you – I was like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just I, – I don't know. It's just these things that I see, man. It's like these, you know, these visions. I don't know, man. Maybe I should start reading cards or something. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, my man Charles says, Thielen. Plus 165. I like that play. Again, plus money, right? You know, you got that second receiver in Minnesota. Uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of coverage going over on Justin Jefferson. And listen, Thielen was get was hurt earlier in the year with his foot and his ankle. So, you know, he's a, he's a very shifty and gritty receiver. Uh, you know, I could definitely see him trolling that end, end line in the end zone and get one of those famous Adam Thielen touchdowns. So I like that play uh, as well, 100%. But, yeah, listen, try to have some fun with it, man. Try to have some fun. That's what we always do. But, again, it's Saturday. Make sure you're getting your WindailySports.com membership. Like I said, your first free week right here at Sports and all social formats. Make sure you're jumping in the free Discord room, as always. Make sure you're listening to me and John uh, here on Saturdays. And make sure you're listening to the Serious Show every Saturday from 5 to 8, uh, the Wind Daily Show, hopefully coming back on Sundays as well, uh, you know, after the Super Bowl. Uh, but, John, any final thoughts on Week 14 playoff football? What do you got, man? Um- Final thoughts would be, you know, keep an eye on that uh, Dallas backfield, see what the injury, how it plays out, who's going to be running there. If it's a season-long league and, you you know, you're stuck, you got a Kenneth Walker and he's not playing, you know, look at his backup. But even if it's not, if you're looking for help, bye weeks, whatever, check out the Dallas uh, – or, yeah, Dallas. Did I say Dallas the first time? Seattle. Seattle. Uh, That's injury, hard. That's because you got DJ report. Dallas in your head. <laughs> I, that might be. So check out that injury report. You know, in terms of daily, I think, you know, we talked values, but there's a ton of quarterbacks out there. I mean, if there's ever a week not to pay up, I mean, you got Brady at 5,600, Mike White putting up crazy numbers at 5,500, Tyler Huntley I like at 5,500. I mean, I'm really kind of in that bargain basement at quarterbacks this week. We are talking Geno kind of at that top end. I'm really just – Good luck. This is this is to get in the playoffs for all you to do uh, seasonal league. So good luck. Don't overthink it. Stick with your studs. Look, matchups are only meant to be used when you're talking about players of 
equal or similar caliber, similar tiers. Don't go overthinking and putting in some crazy guy just because he has a cake matchup. You know, that that Dallas game, I I don't want to touch anyone from that Dallas game. I will tell you that right now. With that point spread, nobody knows how this game's going to play out other than, yeah, I would say there's going to be a garbage touchdown scored by Houston. But are you going to bank on Zeke running out the clock? Is Pollard going to blow up in the first half? Is he not? What's Dak going to do? Is he going to throw touchdowns? Not. I think Lamb is way overpriced because of the uncertainty of how that game plays out. Listen, I you st- you make tremendous points. I agree on all fronts. I stay away from that game one hundred percent. I do. I because the, the blowouts kill you. The blowouts kill you because they don't play their players. They're not going to throw the ball. If they get up twenty one nothing. What do you think is going to happen? Right? You know they're they're priming themselves for a playoff run. We all, you know what I mean? We all are. And and like John said, I was going to say the same thing, so I echo the same thing. Stick to your studs. I'll tell you a story real fast. Many, many years ago, the reason why I laid truth to that statement is because I was going for the playoffs. I made the playoffs. And in my first playoff matchup, I played matchup at the quarterback position, okay? And I, I, I can't tell you, I think it may have been, I, you know, I don't even know who my starter was at that time, but it was really good. And I took him out and I played Brett Favre when he was a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. And on a whim, because I think they were playing the Jets and I thought he's going to throw four. T- it was a Thursday night football game. He got me a six. Okay. And I lost by four points. So please, again, that was many, many years ago. Go with the guys who got you there, okay? This, Rich says same thing, exactly. Go with the guys that got you there. Make sure you go with your studs. Stick to your studs. Like John said, maybe a pivot here or there. You're dealing with injury. That's fine, but don't take those studs out. Ride them to the end. As always, Tony Zixel-Cotillo, Pittsburgh, John Coker. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And again, we'll catch you right here next time. <laughs>